Hey guys, Hunter here. Wanted to ask you a quick favor. Uh, we're really trying to grow the podcast and it would really help us if you would leave us a review. So go on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast and leave us a review. It's going to help more people find out about us. So we appreciate it. Now let's get to the show. And we're back with the Coyote Fitness Podcast. Hunter here coming to you from the Madison Recording Studios. And we are back for part two of So You Want to Be on the Podcast. I have three fresh interviews today. I'm excited to share with you guys. First one is going to be with Mr. Tim Bell. If you know, if you've been a member at Coyote for any amount of time, you probably met Tim. Tim has one of the most amazing body transformations on our wall. And uh, he has a, a really great story that you guys are going to enjoy. Tim has been a member since July 2016. He uh, he goes to the Madison Gym. He goes to the Gluckstadt Gym. He also goes to the Flowood Gym. He is the, shall we say, secret shopper or the uh, quality control person, whatever you would like to call him. But if you, if you know Tim, you love Tim. And uh, this was a great interview with him. The second interview is with Mr. Sean Dean, the resident elder member at Coyote Fitness Glugstat. Sean has uh, been doing CrossFit for a very long time. He's been to multiple gyms, and he's been with Coyote since uh, we purchased the Glugstat gym a little uh, a little over two years ago. And uh, Sean is an amazing person and um, knows a ton of people, super friendly, loves to make everyone feel welcome when they come into the gym. And so uh, we have a great interview uh, he slings some names around, so don't take it personal, but it's a lot of fun um, with him hearing his story and a lot of uh, words of wisdom from him. And then last but not least, we have my sister, Reagan Owen. Reagan has uh, been a member since we've been open. She was in high school back then, and uh, she has uh, you know, been rocking and rolling off and on ever since, and uh, she's been doing CrossFit for over 10 years now at this point. And so we have a great conversation. We also finish by talking about some of her career related stuff as far as mental health um, and um, stuff she does with her uh, patients and tips she has for people uh, who can use exercise to help them uh, with their own mental health. It was a really, really good conversation. I think you guys will get a lot out of it. So three great interviews here. Hope you guys enjoy. And I'm here in Madison with Mr. Tim Bell. Tim, how are you doing today, man? Man, I'm good. I'm just glad the day's over. I'm glad to be at the gym finally. Yeah, glad glad to have you in here. So, uh, Tim, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you grew up, what your uh, athletic background is, and uh, all that good stuff. Well, I grew up in a quaint little village uh, about 60 miles north up on the Natural Trace called Kosciuszko, Mississippi. And... Uh, you know, athletic background, older brother beat the mess out of me, and so I naturally had to fall into the uh, survive mode, and so I picked football for that. And I played all sports and, and played baseball until I was about 13, and I couldn't hit a curveball, so, and I was also the size I am now. So I had to figure out that, you know, uh, the baseball coach at Kosciuszko at the time told me, he said, son, you're not going to make a living playing baseball. And so, of course, uh, football was my deal. Uh, ended up... Some say I was okay at that, and, <laughs> and uh, 
I ended up uh, having a pretty good career, man. Ended up at uh, the University of South Carolina, finished up there in uh, December 2000 or January 1st, 2001, rather, at uh, our bowl game. So a lot of experiences there. Got to see a lot of the stadiums in the SEC and uh, some that I don't ever care to visit again, but that's kind of like some of these workouts in here some that you program. Some of them I don't ever care to revisit. <laughs> and you played for the legendary Lou Holtz, right? I did. I played for Lou, and uh, you know, I, I don't know if any other kid ever got recruited by the, from the state of Mississippi because of me. Uh, <laughs> Lou said, "You're the dumbest smart kid I know, and not in those not in those nice words." But he said, "I'm never recruiting anybody else from the state of Mississippi because of you." So, and a, a fun fact is, my first college football game I ever went to, you actually played in. It was at uh, Tiger Stadium, LSU versus South Carolina, and uh, LSU put the beat the brakes off of y'all on Saturday night. That's one of those stadiums I hope I never walk back in. <laughs> and I swore I was kind of referring to. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so you, you played uh South Carolina in college. Uh what led you uh what led you to uh to, to Coyote after all that? Well I did the you know the three sets of ten, you know, four you know biceps, triceps, squats and cleans and uh at what, what what we like to call Globo Gyms, and you know, no disrespect to those guys and girls that do that. It's it's what fits them. Uh, I lost a bad bet to Stephen Soller. That's how I ended up here, <laughs> um, and that's a story in itself. But um, no, I ended up here uh, mainly because of, because of him and pushing. I ended up in y'all's in the men's group at Burgers and Blues on County Line Road, and. Uh, and I thought these are a weird group of guys talking about wads, amraps, and all that stuff. Like I was like, "What in the world is all this they're talking about?" Not in those nicer terms, and and uh, just a little pride in picking um, Stephen and and the other guys got me in here, and uh, I lost a bet, so I had to join for a month. And then what Hunter didn't tell you that re- recurring charges on your card keep, so I had to keep coming. <laughs> um, no, I. Ended up here um, because, like I said, I had just done the Globo Gym type thing, and that's what I was raised on, and and that's what we did uh, in athletics. Uh, yeah, and you know the deal. I mean, it's it's bench day, it's try day, it's it's squat day, it's leg day, or whatever, and then let's go run gassers till we puke. Uh, and that's what all, all I thought fitness was. And then also the big the big mentality for me was is when you're working out, you got to keep eating like an athlete. Well. I think we talked a bunch of different times. Um, you would always challenge me, write down what you're eating on a daily basis and give it to me. Because I was come to you, and I mean, I was still 300-plus pounds, and I'm working out five, six days a week, and I wasn't seeing any um, results. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was getting stronger, getting more mobile, uh, if there's such a thing for me in, in that <laughs> class, mobility. But it still, I was not seeing didn't take much to get more mobile, did it? No, it didn't. <laughs> I'm about as mobile as this table we're sitting at right now. <laughs> Uh, but no, um, you started challenging me on that. And then, and then finally one day when I, I stepped on the scale, no, we don't look at scales and don't judge by scales, but I just knew that, that there was being too much work done on one end and no work being done on the other end. And then, and being challenged by you and Steven and, and, and Ben and Ben Derek, you know, those, those guys and you guys, and, and it, uh, Man, you gotta start looking at what you're eating, and you know I, I didn't. I'm eating protein. I, I mean, I'm, I'm eating a ribeye. I'm eating a ribeye three times a week, but I'm also drinking a, a twelve pack of Michelob Ultra over a two day period. I mean, you know, I'm killing it. And then I'm, you know, I'm in the food business, and I walk in every one of these kitchens, and these sweet old ladies have a dessert baked, and they're like, <laughs> try, try it, you know. So uh, you're not I, gonna tell a sweet old lady no, are you? No, not these women. No, most <laughs> time no. Um, but. I've learned to do it tactfully now. Uh, 
No, so the thing of it was I had to realize was it, it didn't matter how hard I worked in here if I didn't go home and work hard on what you ate. And it, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't, you know, you can be a strength. I got pretty strengthened almost to the point of unhealthiness where if you're doing all this, you're working out this hard, and then you're seeing results now that you want to see, you know, and I'm not bragging, 80, 82 pounds later. That's awesome. And, and But you don't enjoy it. You know, when you go to the beach and, you, and you're you're sitting there and you can't, you're not enjoying the beach with your family and your friends because you're worried about what you're going to put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Then you have to buy, then you have to dial it back and then you have to come back and 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 what I call correct the curve a little bit. Okay, you've maintained this and and Ty, your brother said this to me the other day. He said, look, if you fall off the train now, it's a lot easier to get back on that train then than it was three years ago when you three. have the huge buffer of all the hard work so let's circle back real quick you joined in 2016 so we were talking about that that's that's uh almost nine years and uh you said you're over 300 pounds and you have maybe the most impressive before and after picture that we have up on our wall and it's one of the first ones people see and um you got all the way down to what was the leanest you got to uh 230 something uh, like that 228 228 was yeah the, was the lightest i got below 10 percent body fat abs yeah. popping out everywhere and just looking amazing and and that was just you were already coming to the gym super consistent you were there every day it just was a matter of cutting back on the alcohol and starting to track your food and doing that consistently over a long period of time but then you kind of took that a little bit too far to where you weren't able to enjoy your your birthday parties your vacations all that type of well, stuff i mean just going out to going out to eat to eat dinner with friends i mean you're sitting there and, and you're you're scanning the menu you're looking there you're going okay uh, i've got fitness pal out and i'm sitting there going okay i've got 1500 calories left i got these many macros left what can i find to to fit that mold because the truth be known i love i love a good piece of beef and, mm-hmm. and that's going to throw your calories out of whack just like that but then you turn around and you top it off with a my drink of choice being a vodka tonic and then you throw in an appetizer and then maybe a dessert i mean you just you just smash four thousand calories right there in one meal yep and then you go home and you you're you're, you're feeling guilty about doing that but you got to realize that hey i'm going back in the gym tomorrow mm-hmm. i'm not going to eat like that every day and and you know it's and don't feel guilty and i had to i had to learn not to feel guilty about yeah. what i ate yeah that's that's good but i do think there is it's important for everybody to have that period of being strict and counting everything and tracking everything and making progress and seeing how much progress you can make over that time but it's not sustainable forever and you've done a really good job of saying this isn't sustainable i need to pull back a little bit it's okay if i drink a little bit on vacation it's okay if i eat eat the dessert at, at this time or that time or whatever and because i'm gonna be able to maintain this for a long period of time and now you're at a very healthy spot that you feel like you can maintain for a very long time don't you agree with that i, I do and I'm, i mean i'm at i'm at what i think is my ideal weight I, I need to be between 238 and 245 on any given day and i don't when i sit on the scale if i get on the scale i mean you know you i'll still have a little freak out moment and i'll go wait man i i went to new orleans this weekend for my birthday and you're like dude you're holding five pounds of water yeah. chill out yeah and don't even worry about it till thursday don't, yeah don't don't it's, it's, and, it, and what happened it was back to normal on thursday wasn't it yeah you thursday. just you, you get that water out i mean that's what happens you you go you have a weekend trip to new orleans you shouldn't feel bad about you know eating at the nice restaurant and and, and have and doing what you want to do um just get back on the on the wagon on monday mm-hmm. and i think that's such a great lesson for everybody is there are seasons of life where you know you're over 300 pounds. You're like, man, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get my my stuff together. And you buckle down and you made tremendous progress. But then at the end of it, you realize, okay, I'm I'm 
where I need to be, I have a little bit of, of leeway here. Let me back off a little bit and find something that's a little bit more sustainable. So that's, that's really good. Well, we're about to run out of time, Tim, but why don't you leave uh, everybody with a couple of uh, pointers, maybe somebody that's newer in their coyote journey, or maybe somebody that has a lot of weight to lose that they're kind of looking at it and they're a little intimidated. Why don't you give us a couple pointers to some of those people? Well, that's, I was, I was actually thinking about that just now as we're about to wrap up. I was sitting there going, cause there was a guy last night at our men's group who just, he's about a three month member. He's about 90 days in and, and man, the biggest thing I want to challenge a, a, a person walking here for the first time or been here for 90 days or less less than six months, you're still new. You haven't really been through the whole cycle of the workouts yet. The biggest thing I can say to you is this. The only person that you're competing against every day is the one that's in your skin. You're competing with you. It's it's really easy to sit over and look at a, at a Steven Soller or, or a Ty Owen or a Meredith swindle and go man i'll never yeah you will yeah you will you will get there it's just they've been doing it for 12 8 10 12 years and 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 because your body's not what you want to look like today doesn't mean that three years from now it can't but the biggest thing is consistency walking in the door when you don't want to uh saying no to something on the outside whether it be a, a cheeseburger or whatever it it you got to you got to learn that comparison is is the thief of joy and don't compare yourself because here's the deal the only thing you got to do today in the gym is be better than yesterday and if you're not better than yesterday guess what you really were because you just walked in and you worked out that's all. that's that's my biggest that's my biggest takeaway because i'm a very comparison guy yeah i want my biggest my, my biggest goal is i wanted to beat steven in workouts now it's tit for tat on any workout we do unless we're on the rig or we're upside down. And he's got me there just by default. I'm not doing <laughs> it. So that's good. That's really good, Tim. Well, uh, I did have one uh listener question from the audience that uh I think I think we need to address before we wrap it up. Oh, uh nineteen ninety nine NCA football <laughs> rankings. What what were you ranked on the nineteen ninety nine NCA football game? My awareness was like an 86. 86, really? Yeah, and that, well, I guess they just looked at GPAs. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's one of the reasons South Carolina kept me around is because my GPA. Yeah. And but my agility was a 67. <laughs> I think they really meant mobility. That'd have been like a 27. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would like, um, yeah. So actually, I am on that game. What was your number? Seventy. So if anybody has a 1999 NCAA football game, number seventy for South Carolina. That's that's Tim Bell. You can go ahead and adjust the name on there manually. I used to do that back when I played that game. I'd go in there and manually put people's names in there. So, jeez. <laughs> the game is actually somebody from men's group brought me the game. It's actually in my truck. Really? Yes. Oh, we didn't fire it up and play it one time. No, put, we put probably you, don't. <laughs> I'll put you in a quarterback. <laughs> No. Oh, okay. Well, thank Tim. That was great, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, coming up on uh, nine years, that's that's an awesome feat. And uh, looking forward to many more with you. So thank appreciate you, it, man. Thank you. Bye. And we're back in Gluckstadt with Mr. Sean Dean, the What's living happening? legend. How you doing, Sean? What's going on, sir? Man, glad to have you on the podcast today. So uh, let's start by just uh, tell everybody uh, a little bit of background, where you're from, what you do, what your family's like, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Sean Dean, I'm 56, uh, turned 56 in July. Was it was that putting me in the Masters? The extra, Masters, extra Masters, yeah. yeah you can wear, you can uh, hobble around in crutches and do CrossFit workouts and that. Uh, all married to an awesome, uh, uh, an awesome woman, Laura Beth. My wife been married for uh, 
it's going to be 25 years. 25 years this year. Congrats. Mm -hmm. Big one. That's a big one. Big one. Uh, we uh, just got through talking about daughters. You had two of them. I've got four. Um, you, you doubled me up. I doubled you up. <laughs> You've got time to catch up. Though. I do. I, got, so, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I don't know if I want to catch up with you on that front. <laughs> we need to talk about that. We can talk about it off book. Yeah. Uh, later, <laughs> figure that out. Uh, and <clears throat> yeah, I have four incredible daughters. Um, from I'm ranging from 23 to seven years old. Uh, Seven-year-old, uh, we we uh, have legal guardianship of. Her name is Jada. She comes up to the gym, loves it up here. She's having a big time. She calls Derek uh, Prince Prince Derek Prince Derek <laughs> Prince Derek. You know, I'm gonna start calling him. Well, that. you know that movie uh, that that um, what was that that movie that just came out. I'm not sure. It had a Prince Derek in it. Oh, so that so now and he's so Prince she Derek. She calls him Prince Derek. I'm calling him Prince Derek from now on. <laughs> he kind of acts like a prince is around here. So, he starts missing those double unders. Oh yeah, like crying like a little girl. He's <laughs> terrible. So uh, so uh, tell us about a little bit about your uh, fitness background, Sean. What have, what have you done in the past? Um, so I, I grew up loving loving sports. Anything that had a ball. I did it. Baseball, uh, basketball, football. I played tennis, golf, ping pong, whatever. If it's got a ball, I could, I could do it. Uh, um, uh, um, teenage years, you know, I, I went, I went uh, a different direction, athletically. Uh, decided uh, uh, drinking beer was more fun than than playing sports yeah so um that that detoured that detoured a lot of things but um uh, on the other side of that i loved basketball and so i played i played a lot of basketball until i was probably about 35 okay and uh pick up games you know i lifted some weights but i never did the first back squat I did when I broke parallel was here. It was mm -hmm. when I was 45 years old. 45 years old. So I started CrossFit when I was 45. First back squat, 45 years old. First back squat, and I, I, I remember uh, getting 185 pounds in the hole, and I couldn't get it. I had to dump it. <laughs> 185 pounds. Hey, you dumped it, though? Uh, yeah, I dumped it. That's impressive that you were, you were able to dump it. Most it people that, aren't able to do it. It was that or crush my face into the ground. <laughs> Self-preservation, huh? And I was wearing out next to, you know, uh, you know, uh, Miles' son, Ben. Yeah. And so Ben was a chubby little teenager. Uh-huh. So, Ben, if you're listening to this, you remember your little chubbiness when you were a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great athlete now. Uh-huh. Uh, and I remember he was able to do it. He was like 15 or something. Yeah. And I remember thinking. That fired you <laughs> up, huh? Did, <laughs> it, man. did that fire you, you up? You were worse, man. You were so <laughs> pathetic. First time I did, first time I did, uh, I did a CrossFit class. So I was looking, you know, Chino, Chino yeah, Guru? yeah. So he's one of my best friends in the world. Mm -hmm. We do life together, and uh, uh, I was telling him, man, you know, I looked like I, you know, I was a three set to ten. I was out of shape. I quit basketball at like thirty-five. Mm -hmm. No cardio. I hated to run. I hated to bike. So it was about ten years of kind of not doing a whole lot. Yeah, I just anything not competitive, I didn't. I just wasn't interested in the cardiovascular portion of that. Mm -hmm. Basketball was beating me, had beat me up. You know, my ankles, my back. I was getting. I took some stitches to the face, broke my hand, 
all kind of stuff, just physical, wrong, wrong games. And um, I asked Chino, I, I said, man, I, I was watching MMA. I was watching these MMA guys, and I was like, now those dudes look great, like, and they're fit. Like, mm-hmm. I want to look like that, and I want to be fit like that. What, what do I do? And I was talking to Chino about it because he was doing um, uh, jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. He said, man, they, they do something that's like CrossFit. And I said, what is that? And so he said, "Man, there happened to be one right by your gym. It was six oh one. Yeah, I could literally. It was it was walking distance from my office. And so I strolled in there on an afternoon. It was probably a four thirty class. And I remember there was this. Um, I don't. Re- I remember burpee box jump overs. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what else was with that, but I remember that there was a little round Asian guy that." was working out next to him and I thought well I'm just gonna keep up with him mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he looked like a dumpling famous last words huh he looked like a dumpling yeah and so I was like I'm just gonna keep up with him so we start in a workout we're doing burpee box jump overs about halfway through I'm like I'm gonna throw up <laughs> like I'm, I'm done yeah and so I coached the coach I think it was um Craig who was the guy? Who was the guy at 601? Do you remember him? Chris. 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 Yeah. yeah. Chris Grothy. Yeah, yeah. I think Chris Grothy was a coach. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, man, where do people go throw up around here? <laughs> <laughs> where's, said, where's, the, where's the throw up spot? Hey, man? Chris, uh, that bush right there around the corner. So I go over there, man, I'm trying to, like, I'm not sticking my finger down my throat, but I need to throw up. Uh-huh. And I can't. Yeah. So I come back in, and I finish the workout. Well, the... The, the the Asian guy had been done. He's still still done. He was fresh. He yeah. was fine. Yeah. And I laid on the ground nearly dead, and I thought, this is for me. <laughs> we talk about that a lot. It's You get to that point, and it's either this is awful, I'm never coming That's back, right. or this is what I'm looking for yeah. right here. And, the, yeah. and and so so that was how long ago was that? That was – I was 45, so that, that, was, uh, that was 11 years ago. 11 years ago. What year would that be? I have to do the – the math yeah that'd be uh 2013 2013 that's that's awesome so uh here we are 11 years later yeah and you are you you know you got the abs of a of a a a muscle and fitness cover cover model i I look ridiculous (laughs) yeah so so what do you what do you attribute that to man look you know that was a leading question Mm -hmm. obviously cross you know looking at the guys that do it Mm -hmm. if you want to i mean you, you can by deductive, deductive reasoning, you look at you look at the body types, and you say, "What are they doing?" Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why they look the way they look. Mm-hmm. And so there's a reason why I look the way I look. Of course, there's some genetics, some metabolism. I don't eat great, honestly, um, but I mean, it's it's what CrossFit does to your body. It's you, just you work fantastic. out. You work out every day, pretty much. I'm five. I'm at least five days a week. Six. If y'all opened up on Sunday, which you, I've been pushing you for, I'd come on. Sunday. You come on Sunday yeah. too. I you mean, need y'all a day ran off. me off on a Sunday. You need a so. day off, Sean. No, I need. I need seven days full. I'm, <laughs> I'm a different human than you. You're. you're are you built different? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people aren't like you, bro. <laughs> so so all right. So five days a week for yeah. ten years. Yeah. The, what is that about two 250 and workouts for guys that are my age i mm-hmm. literally I, I quit um like trying to go max out heavy heavy weight last year but from 45 
till now, I was still getting strength gains. Still making PRs. They were incremental. Mm-hmm. They were small. I had a few hiccups with some body stuff. But, I mean, I was continually getting stronger. I was like, I was amazed. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't believe that I could continue. To, I knew at some point I would plateau and start descending. Mm-hmm. And I haven't tried to do any one rep max stuff. Just not necessary for me now. I don't think I've lost much strength. Mm-hmm. At some point, it's going to fade, but but man, guys, guys my age, if you're starting 35, 45, you can get stronger. You can get stronger incrementally. It's going to be slower than the gains that those 20 year olds are going to get because of testosterone. Mm-hmm. But um, man, yeah, I'm I'm as strong as I've ever been. That's, I, I that's would awesome. destroy my 20 year old self. That's awesome. I, I, him. I love to hear that. <laughs> So that yeah, so I was just doing the math. That's twenty five hundred, three thousand workouts you got under your belt, probably Sean. Have math. you ever thought about yeah. that? No, I hadn't. Yeah, that's a lot of workouts. It's a lot. All right, so uh, when we wrap it up, you just kind of gave some pretty good right. advice there. What, why don't you give some advice to somebody maybe that's just starting out or in their first year or two? What what advice would you give somebody that's just getting going in their journey? Well, I want to talk about I want to talk about two things. Okay. Um, because we we talked a little bit about this before you you turned it on, and um, so workout wise. Uh, since we have a shortage of time, I would say, I would say, if, you know, one, find something you want to get better at and work at it um, off clock. Mm-hmm. Take one thing. If it's a double unders, decide you want to get better at double unders. After the class is over, work on them. Mm-hmm. Find you a coach. Find you a person. There's plenty of people that love to help mm-hmm. teach. Uh, some people probably uh, – uh, you know, might offer advice too fast <laughs> and not know what they're talking about. <laughs> and then you might want to find a coach. So be careful who you get advice not from. Everybody gives great advice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Trey Pittman's advice might differ from Tim Bell's. <laughs> I just saw something to say about that. And so uh, I would say that, you know, find something to get better at. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do everything. But if you work at it, you will be able to get better at the things that you want to get better at. That'll happen. I would say about cardio, me and your brother were talking about this the other day, you know, because he's got that kind of, that you know, he can go into that dark side. He's got that cycle. dog in him, yeah, huh? he's got that, yeah. And that head gets cocked. He's ready to go. <laughs> but I love your brother, by the way. Yeah. He's an awesome dude. He is, he is. You're a lot better looking than he is. Uh- <laughs> I don't know how that makes him feel or how that looked growing up with you in y'all's house that there was jealousy. <laughs> but but I've seen on the board uh, that he's destroying you. He, so. Oh, he's, he's been destroying <laughs> so, me. I had about I, I had about five good years on him, and he just left me over, the dust man. since then. You ain't yeah. catching him either, no, I don't no, think. No, no, no. He's but, built different, like I said. Yeah, he's, he's a stud. But we were talking about this subject and just talking about um, pushing the envelope on, um, you know, going into that pain zone. People I started with that were good at equal athletes just didn't want to go there. When it started to hurt, you know, they would back up from it. But I would say, you know, getting better, you need to expand that envelope. You need to, you need to go a little bit deeper than you think you can. You need to make it hurt a little bit more than – that's comfortable, um, be uncomfortable, you know, mix it up. Like instead of trying to decide that you want to do well on a workout, decide I'm going to try to do 
I'm going to try to do as many reps as I possibly can. I know I'm going to fall apart. I don't know when I'm going to fall apart, or I'm just going to push it. I'm going to push it as hard as I can See early, and I'm just going to hold on. Mm-hmm. Like, don't follow the script every day of trying to be on the board. Mm-hmm. Right? Another thing I, I would say is um, don't feel like you got to post. Like, uh, you know, it's okay to, it's okay to um, scale it down. It's okay to, I think it's okay to not do all the reps, right? Just don't post it. Yeah. Right. Or put scaled if you don't do all the scaled, reps. Put yeah. something, yeah. you know. Keep the spirit of the competition alive, right, right. you know. Uh, people just talk ugly about you. And um, so, yeah, uh, sporting-wise, I think that's, you know, quick counsel, that would be it. Mm-hmm. You know, you old guys, if you want to find me, get some old man tips and tricks on how to beat young dudes. I can do that too, and if, you know? and and you'll tell them what you put in your water bottle too, right? Well, I can't. No, I can't disclose that. <laughs> I'm under contract. <laughs> I'm under contract on that. Under so, contract. Yeah. When's the that patent later. expire on that, so you can tell us? Uh, we hadn't decided when. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we we're, just keep uh, me in the loop on that. Right. Because you know, we'll we, we'll become uh, filthy rich once we, we so, public, start selling. If we that. go public. I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. All I appreciate right. that. Um. But you know. We were talking about the, about the, you know, the, the relationship aspect of it, mm-hmm. you know, and having been, you know, I started 601, moved, our office moved up here to Gluckstadt, so um, I moved to, it was uh, Kudzu, mm-hmm. and um, every CrossFit gym you go to, it has a different vibe in it. You guys took over did a great thing the previous owners you know they they uh, they didn't uh, they weren't Jesus lovers they were Jesus haters and but I liked the guys you know I liked them I did life with them we had some rough we had some rough conversations along the way you know some heart-to-heart conversations they were kind of feeling life out and but you know they they uh, they said a you know they said a leadership sets a uh, precedent of how um, the atmosphere is set in a gym, and you can you can feel it when you come into it. Um, and not being an owner, you know, I don't have authority there. But as a member, if you're a believer, this is really an incredible opportunity to demonstrate the changes that Jesus has made in your life. Like there are people in here that that are hurting. Um, life has got them. They're beating, they're getting beaten up pretty good, you know, and you can hear their talk, you know what's going on, you know, it's not a judgmental condemnation kind of thing. It is just an opportunity. Like we're locked down in here for an hour. And 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 I'm with you and you're with me. And I see you and you see me. And and I have an opportunity to to make a difference in your life. And so if, you're, if you've been at CrossFit for a while, man, I want to encourage you just to try to meet everybody. Like I try to – I'm terrible with names. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. A lot like, of buddies and, hey, hey, man. I killed way too many uh, – Brain cells. Brain cells at <laughs> Ole Miss. And so, you know, I struggle, but I try, I'm trying. Yeah, you know, yeah. I call people the wrong name all the time, and they just – they get over it because I'm 56. I can get away <laughs> with that. So I like that about being yeah. 56. Yeah. But I try to get to know everybody best I can. Um, and man, look, community. The the modern day church could learn a lot from CrossFit community. 
the relationships that I have, man, I have so many really close friends from CrossFit. And, you know, people come in here, you don't know what they have going on in their life, but they, they're really okay with you saying, hello, my name is Hunter and, or whatever your name is. <laughs> I can't even remember, but. <laughs> <laughs> Make up a name. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> tell them you're Tim Bell. <laughs> tell them you're Steven Solid. Maybe don't tell them that. You might get in trouble. Uh, but, you know, really. And so you say, hello, how are you doing? Welcome to CrossFit. If you got any questions, I'll be glad to help you with whatever. And, um, you know, try to get to know everybody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is a very encouraging community. But people come in. They want to be met. They want to be seen. They don't want to come around here invisible. And they really don't want to leave saying, yeah, I had a workout, but I really didn't, I really didn't get to know anybody. That's right. It's easy for guys like me uh, because I know everybody and I have my little group. You know, I got house. I got I got all these guys. I can I can huddle up and I don't have to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. Right? I've got my guys. But uh, you know, there was a day when I first came in for the first time. That's right. And and you want to encourage them to to come back to to be seen to try to get to know them best you can, even if you're uncomfortable, like introducing yourself. Just come out of your comfort zone a little bit and do that because you'd be surprised how that might turn out in relationships and conversations down the road. Absolutely. And then also they might keep coming back and that it's going to help them achieve their goals. Well, too. the best, you know, besides being fit, the best thing CrossFit has to offer is community. Absolutely. It's unlike, you know, you go back to a regular gym, it's like, really? I got to look at this 20-year-old looking himself in the mirror for four hours? <laughs> you work next, out next to the same people for years and don't ever even talk to like, them. So. Yeah, they got, they got ear pods in. They yeah. don't want to talk to you. They just want to look at their bicep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like Drew Crow or something. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. I love you, man. <laughs> just, just people catching, catching strays left and right yeah, on this episode. I'm them out. I wish we had 20 minutes. Yeah, let's go. I got some more stuff. All right. Well, Sean, that's uh man, that's a lot of wisdom there. Yeah. I, I appreciate you and I appreciate your time at Cody. Yeah. And, um, if anybody has any more questions, they know where to find it, find yeah. you. And yeah, I'm in Glugstat. 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 Yeah, he's talk. there. He's there. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll show you the way. So yeah. appreciate it, Sean. Hunter, and, uh, I appreciate you. You're doing a great job, man. Thank you, great man. Family. I love your family, parents. Appreciate that. Good appreciate stuff. that. All right. Well, we'll, uh, catch you on the next one. Bye. And we're back with, Reagan Owen in the Coyote Fitness Mobile Studios here in Madison. Reagan, glad to have you on the episode here. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Reagan is longtime member, <laughs> longtime member of my family, <laughs> and uh, also lifetime a longtime member. Yeah, life, life, <laughs> lifetime member. <laughs> no getting out. And uh, so uh, Reagan is the youngest sibling in our family, and Reagan has uh, been a member at Coyote since we opened, pretty much, and. Uh, has seen a lot of iterations. So, Reagan, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, your fitness background, kind of what you did growing up, and then um, both sports also working out. Uh, so I started, I guess, fitness when I started gymnastics when I was about four or five years old, and then quickly went into cheerleading right after that. Um, started the peewee squad at CMC. Shout out to them. Shout out to member Justin Strickland, who was a uh, one of my coaches there. So, um, yeah. And then I loved cheerleading. I loved tumbling. I was always a base. Uh, so I was pretty much doing thrusters from the age of, <laughs> from the age of, uh, 10 on. And so, um, and then I guess I started softball. I don't know how old I was about maybe eight, 
six or seven or eight. And um, so I've been doing sports for pretty much my whole life. And then in high school, Meredith um, asked me to join her in doing a lot of the seal fit um, kind of stuff, weightlifting stuff that we were doing or that she had started doing. So I was joining her in on that. Um, that was kind of like, if you want to ride to school, you got to come early with me yeah. or else find your own way to school. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. If I wanted to ride, uh, I had to go at 7 a.m. So, um, yeah, and then uh, started CrossFit, I guess, 10th grade. Um, and have, I've been doing that off and on ever since. Never really got as into it as Meredith did, but uh, – I, you know, I've always done it to keep fit and everything mm -hmm. and got a little bit more into it here recently just because it got a little more fun. I started eating more protein and got better at it. So. <laughs> he started eating more protein and he got better. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. I know. So here's uh, this is something we can talk briefly on um, your gymnastics and cheerleading background and how much of an impact that had on you once you actually started lifting weights and working out. Why don't you talk a little bit about that, how, how that played a role in you being able to make progress quickly? Yeah. Um, you know, everyone has always said that I'm the most athletic in our family. Um, you know, not to my own horn or anything, but, uh, <laughs> everyone's, everyone <laughs> says it though. <laughs> and so, and I really just attribute that to the, um, body awareness that I got when I started, doing gymnastics cheerleading is pretty similar to gymnastics in that um you know in tumbling you have to know where you're at in the air when you're not touching anything you know it's it's you're just flying through the air basically and um you have to you have to be really nimble you have to be really flexible and mobile and so and strong if you're a base too to be able to lift girls that are your same height or, or same weight and so um yeah, I mean, all that stuff, I would say I, I was stretching my whole life. I was always stretching, so it was, I've been pretty mobile. And um, so I would say that that has been the biggest impact on my ability to kind of get good at CrossFit. So let's, you know, people have been saying, you know, what's Reagan been doing? She's been making a ton of progress recently, and you kind of briefly touched on the protein. What 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 was kind of catalyst for you to start uh, – you know, really paying attention to how much protein you're eating and, you know, improving your diet. And what else did you do besides just doing, doing that? I would say the catalyst was I finally got sick of being unhappy with how I looked in my body. Um, I've, I've just always, that's always been a struggle for me. And I, I know a lot of women can, um, relate to that, but I've just, never really quite been happy with the way I looked and, um, how much body fat I had. And so I, uh, there was a time and I think I did a video for coyote a while back where I had lost about 25 pounds. And so I, I've been on a weight loss journey for a long, long time, but it just kind of got to the point. And I, <laughs> I've been doing CrossFit long enough. I felt like I should be able to do bar muscle ups. I should be able to do, uh, you know, handstand pushups and all that stuff. And that all that stuff's way easier if you have less body fat. So, um, yeah, I just kind of got sick of it. And I was like, I'm just going to buckle down. You know, I'm, I'm really just going to focus on getting enough protein. Um, I have, I've stopped tracking, um, carbs and fat at all, at all. I just track my calories and my protein. And 
So um, that's been the biggest difference. And it really has, it just started making my workouts easier. You know, I was, I've been doing performance for a long time and my workouts got easier. And then, so I, it was just a natural progression into competition. And so, um, and it's fun, you know, like being able to do that stuff, handstand pushups and climb up the rope and, you know, all that stuff is fun for me. Um, so, yeah. And then it's also kind of like once you start, getting stronger and seeing your body change it kind of throws fuel for on the fire so it makes you want to do it even more definitely right? absolutely that's awesome so uh what are your goals going forward as far as fitness um I just kind of I want to keep progressing I want to get better at the things that I'm um already seeing progress on bar muscle ups I want to be able to be faster at that um handstand walking I want to get better at that stuff and um butterfly pull-ups I still don't have that so <laughs> that's a goal for me to get that um, so before we move on to, to talk about the next part that you wanted to talk about, um, you know, there's a lot of people listening, a lot of women I'm sure that are, that are listening that, um, can probably relate to your story and not feeling, you know, confident in their body. And sounds like, you know, you reach a breaking point where you're like, I've been working really hard at this. I'm tired of my body, not reflecting the hard work I'm putting into the gym. What, what advice would you give? to somebody that maybe is having those thoughts or just women in general who maybe are not happy with their progress in the gym or would like, or just want to get better inside the gym? I would say, listen to the people uh, around you that know what they're talking about and um, put into place what they're saying to do because it works. Um, And also, the time's going to pass anyway. You know, I, 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 ta- I was talking to somebody about this the other day about how uh, there were years that I would look back on the year, you know, it's the new year. We just, we just came into 2024 and you, it just kind of makes you reflect and look back. And there were so many years I looked back and I was like, dang, if I had been working on my fitness, if I had been eating right this whole year, where would I be right now? And so I would just say, um, you know, get people around you that are going to encourage you during those times where you want to give up, where, you know, you're plateauing, um, in fitness and weight loss, it's natural to plateau for a while. And so if you can just kind of grasp that idea and know that's coming and not get discouraged when it happens, um, cause that was the biggest thing for me. So get, get a community around you that'll, that'll help you push through those times. And, um, the time's going to pass anyway, so why not, you know, why not put it to your benefit? Yeah. All right. That's awesome. So um, let's move on and talk about your career now, which you have gone to school for. Why don't you fill everybody on on kind of what you do on a, on, on a day-to-day basis and what, what your uh, education is? So I'm a therapist, um, mental health. <laughs> I tell people that a lot of times when they ask if I'm a physical therapist, but no, I'm a mental health therapist. Mental. I'm a mental therapist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, so I went, got my master's at Liberty University, go Flames. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I've been doing that. I started a new job in July of 2023 at a domestic violence shelter uh, for battered women. So I'm pretty much a crisis trauma therapist right now. I have some um, letters after my name. So I'm Reagan Owen, PLPC. And um, next about around this time next year, I'll be just regular LPC, which stands for a licensed professional counselor. Very cool. Um, so you mentioned that there's a big correlation between 
physical fitness and mental health. And you see that with yourself and also with a lot of other people. And that's something that I think anybody who spent a good amount of time working out at Cody can attest to whether they realize it or not. So what have you seen as some of the benefits that, you know, buckling down, focusing on your health and fitness, making working out a priority, working on your nutrition, how's that impacted your own mental health and and just how do you see it impacting other people's mental health? Gosh, it makes such a difference. It's scientifically proven. So um, Dr. John Isaac sent me this article not too long ago and he was like, I thought, I thought you might find this interesting, but they did. It's a, it's a meta-analysis. So they just were compile, compiling um, data from a lot of different studies. And basically, the conclusion that they came to, it's out of South Australia, um, University of South Australia, I think. The conclusion they came to was that physical fitness and exercise just in general benefits mental health especially for people with depression and anxiety but um, what was interesting for me and Dr. John in that was that the the higher the intensity of the workout the more benefit people saw and so um, kind of what we're doing here is um, high intensity you know if you make it that and so uh, anybody who's struggling with uh, depression and anxiety I've had my own personal struggle with depression um and I have seen over the course of my life when I'm not working out versus when I am the biggest difference in the world. And not only that, but, you know, there's there's scientific studies. If you have done any kind of um, research in mental health and anything, you, you might have come across the word mindfulness. But, um, you know, that's kind of what they focus on in yoga and everything and just moving your body. But really, you're focusing on being in the moment. You're focusing on breathing and you're focusing on your body and um, doing this as often as possible kind of just gets you, you know, depression is focusing on the past, anxiety is focusing on the future. But if you're in the present, it's hard to have stress about that stuff because you're not thinking about it, you know, and as long as you can focus on your body and your breath, which is what I do in the gym, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't think of anything else because yeah. I'm in so much pain, you know, in the workout. You're forced to be mindful and present, right? <laughs> right, exactly. And, uh, you know, trying to make sure I'm breathing in the right way to, um, you know, get enough oxygen to my muscles anyways, that kind of stuff. It just, um, there's no room for depression and anxiety. And also, uh, a couple other things I wanted to mention was I saw this video from Mark Manson earlier today, actually, which is interesting. Um but he was talking about how interpersonal relationships increased overall happiness. They did a study on that. And um, I just, knowing I was coming to do this podcast, I was like, wow, we talk so much about community at Coyote. And the community at Coyote specifically is so healthy. I feel like we're, there's just not a whole lot of like drama. There's not a whole lot of people talking, you know, whatever. It's just a really healthy environment, so encouraging. People are always happy to see you. And so, you know, it's just having those interpersonal relationships, increasing your happiness and, um, you know, having people looking out for you, encouraging you in your, in your goals. Um, that's just really important. And the last thing I guess I wanted to mention was healthy diet <laughs> reduces <laughs> depression and anxiety. Yeah shocker on that one but um same thing at coyote you know you're surrounded by people who are telling you how to have a healthy diet um encouraging you to do that and so again in my own journey i can tell such a difference when i'm eating right versus 
when I'm not. Mm-hmm. So when you're working out, you're present because the workouts are intense and you're focused on being in the moment and you're not dwelling on the past and you're not worried about the future. And then you're also getting the benefits of um, being in a community of mm-hmm. people that are positive and uplifting that are going to help your mental health as well. And then you're also, whether you decide to eat clean or you're forced to eat clean because you don't want to throw up later in the workout, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to start eating better, which is also going to impact your, your mental health. So, so many of the benefits and what the people join the gym for is for the physical benefits, but so many of the benefits also that you don't realize you're getting are also mental, um, which a lot of times can be even more important than, than the physical. Yeah. And you know, another part of that, another facet is proving to yourself in the gym that you can do hard things. Yeah. Um, that really, it generalizes over the rest of your life, you know, and, and if you're going through a hard season, when you've proven to yourself over and over again, that I'm mentally strong enough to get through this workout that I thought I wasn't going to be able to do. Um, it just shows you that you can do hard stuff and that you're the type of person that does hard things. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So, um, somebody let's, let's wrap up by maybe giving somebody, uh, some advice. Maybe they're listening to it and say, Hey, you know, I, um, I struggle with my own mental health or, you know, I have, you know, I would like to, um, maybe make a little progress in this area for myself. And we all can make progress in, 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 in that area to a certain extent. What advice would you give somebody who maybe identifies themselves in something that what you're saying or um, just in general for, for anyone who's listening who, um, you know, maybe can want to take wants to take their mental game to the next level? Again, it's it's pretty much the same advice as I gave before, but f- get in a community. You know, it's life is so much harder alone um, and it's really almost impossible to deal with depression, anxiety, any kind of mental health issue by yourself. And so if you can make it easier for yourself by getting into a community of supportive people, um, it's going to make all the difference in the world. And, um, you know, there's a time, especially starting out CrossFit, it's really, really, really hard. It's really hard. And um, no one's saying it's not. But if you can kind of get through that, um, push through that, time where it's just extra hard and get into the habit start creating those habits of eating healthy you know talking to people um working out every day it gets easier over time and it'll just become something that you do and then you'll start to see your mental health increasing I know you will because it's scientifically proven and then if that doesn't work schedule a session with you right (laughs) right exactly All right. All right. Well, that's that's awesome, Reagan. Thank you for coming on the uh, episode and sharing your uh, story and look forward to uh, watching you continue to pr- progress in the gym. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Now it's time for Outside the Box. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> so I'm here with Mr. Derek Nash, head coach of Gluckstat, and we are going to talk a little NFL football today, Derek really wanted to be on the podcast to talk about some sports so uh we're excited to, to have him back we are going to make some predictions for the uh the nfl playoffs the nfl playoffs uh, the season ended uh last night and uh so we're gonna go ahead and pick the uh the winners of the uh of the games this weekend the wild card rounds and then we're pick the winners of each conference um and then we're gonna pick the winner of the super bowl so derek before we get started how are you feeling about the national championship tonight 
I don't care. You don't care? <laughs> Are you going to watch it? No. <laughs> so uh, I, I didn't think Claire was going to want to watch it, but she said she, she did want to watch it. So uh, I was surprised. I, I know last uh, last week was a, a, a semifinal tough loss for the Alabama fans. Yeah, it, but uh, yeah, it didn't go well. It didn't go well. Um, the only reason I might watch some of it is to watch uh, Michael Penix play. Yeah, he's good. Because uh, my family's Washington fans. Really? Redskins. Commanders. Oh, uh, I was about to say. No, no, no. Not those Washington. They're Commanders. Yeah, my family's from Virginia. Oh, okay. Uh you know they got the second pick, so mm. he might be a sneaky little pick. There. They might get him. Yeah, they probably won't. Though. They probably I don't won't. think they'll, he'll go. They'll mess it up anyway. He'll be, uh, <laughs> he'll be like the probably the fourth quarterback yeah. taken, but it'll be fun to watch anyways. All right, so on to NFL. Uh, we are going to go ahead and pick the games for the weekend, and we'll go in order. Um, so the first game of the weekend is the AFC Browns versus Texans. Who you got, Derek? Browns. Browns. I'm gonna pick the Texans. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna roll the dice a little bit here. I, I like what I see with their quarterback. I think the Browns are the better team, but uh, Texans can score fast, so we'll see. Old Flacco. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, the next one will be uh, Saturday night AFC Wild Card game: Dolphins versus Chiefs. Who you got? If the game, tough one. If it, I think I heard somebody say that it's supposed to be very cold. It is. Uh, so I'm gonna have to say the Chiefs. If it was like a nice warm day. I would say Miami. The Dolphins have really fallen, faded. They've lost a lot of players this year. They just like a shell of themselves. But I'm still going to go with my heart and pick the <laughs> pick the Dolphins. I hope I, they win. I, I love the Dolphins. I love Tua. I've been pulling, so. Yeah, I've been pulling for them all year. But uh, I love their coach. But uh, I'm just going to go with the Dolphins. The Chiefs have not looked good at all this year. But Chiefs at home in the yeah. playoffs. They don't really lose at home. So yeah. uh, Then the, uh, the Sunday uh, – Noon game is the last AFC wild card game. Steelers at Bills. Who you got? Bills. Bills. I don't even know how the Steelers yeah, are going to play. It's going to be cold there as well. So, <laughs> Bills. Bills are favored big in that one. They're definitely going to roll that game. Absolutely. All right, then we go to the NFC. Packers at Cowboys Sunday afternoon. <laughs> the smart thing to do would be Dallas. But yeah. being a Washington fan, I hope they lose every game. <laughs> so, I'm going to say Packers. So, you're going to roll with the Packers. All right, I like it. I'm, I'm picking the Cowboys in that one. They're favored big as well. Yeah. All right, I think the uh, the game of the week is going to be the Sunday night game, Rams at Lions. Um, they sw- they traded quarterbacks a few years ago. Now they're playing in the playoffs. Should be really fun. Who you got in in that one? Uh, great storyline for I think Stafford goes back and wins it. You think the Rams are going to win? I do. I do. And Puka. I, I, I like Puka. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Lions. I'm going to pick the Lions to win that one. And then the last one is Monday night, probably the most boring game of the weekend in my opinion. But uh, the Eagles at the Bucks. Eagles big. Eagles. I'm gonna pick the Bucks. I, I just I think the Eagles have have kind of lost their mojo. I think AJ Brown's hurt. I think he's out. Uh, I just I think they lost steam. And I'm I'm gonna pick the Bucks in that one. I'm gonna roll with it. All right. So let's pick the uh, let's go ahead and pick the who's gonna make it to the Super Bowl from the AFC and NFC. I'll let you go first. Uh, I'm gonna say Ravens. Yeah. Because they're just playing awesome. I hate to be one and one and pick the 49ers, but they're just too good. I think. Yeah. I think the smart bet is the two number one seeds, but I think this year that the it's not going to be the number one seeds. I think it's going to be uh, I think there's going to be a lot of chaos in the playoffs this year, and I'm just going to pick with my heart here. I'm not picking with my head today. I'm picking <laughs> with my heart. I'm going to pick the Bills and I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Oh. That's that's my two. Uh, I think they're both overdue. I think you make it to the playoffs enough times, uh, and you're in close games enough times. Eventually, you're going to win. And I'm going to pick the, to, to the Bills and the Cowboys in the Super Bowls. All right, so who, so you're picking Ravens, 49ers, Super Bowl. Who are you picking to win it all? Ravens again. They've already smoked them once. Ravens, okay. I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win the whole no. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel Please about that. No. I'm pulling for my guy Dak. I'm pulling no. for my guy Dak. So, 
Uh, we'll see. Uh, I love the uh, NFL playoffs. It's my most fun time of the year for sports. I love watching all the games and, and keeping up with it. Last year, I was talking to my wife that last year during the playoffs, we were staying at my brother's Airbnb house while our house was listed, and it was freezing cold outside, and uh, we had our dogs in, in just some strange place, and I just remember watching playoff games all weekend. And uh, so this year will be a little bit inter- uh, a little bit different. And I've been looking forward to the playoffs all year because I knew um, when the season started, we didn't have our girls. And, and uh, when the playoffs came around, we'd have them, and they're three months old today. So I'm excited to uh, – to watch some NFL football with 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 all my girls at my house, there all the go. girls, all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anything else you want to add before we uh, move on to the to recommends, Derek? Uh, just I really hope Dallas doesn't win. Okay, man. there you let's you heard put, you heard it from Derek. That out there. He said anybody but Dallas is what he's saying. <laughs> okay, all right, recommends. You got anything to recommend? Uh, if you got a new baby, sleep when the baby sleeps. Sleep when sleep when you can. <laughs> Don't try to do things when the baby sleeps. That's right. Because then you'll never sleep. Make naps a priority. Sleep in when yes. you can. Yeah, I feel I feel you on that one, man. Um, I'm going to recommend some new running shoes that I got that are super comfortable. They're called Altris, A-L-T-R-A. They have a – are you wearing them right now? No, I got some new running shoes. Too. Oh, what would you get? Uh, Nike – hold up. Nike React Infinity 4. Man, Titan, did you see Tiger Woods part of ways with Nike I today? I saw that today. Yeah. He didn't want any more of their money. <laughs> Somebody else is probably about to give them more money. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's I, probably true. That's going to come come out pretty soon. Um, so, anyways, I got these Ultras. They're flat. They have a wide toe box. I tried some running shoes last year uh, for our running, and I just got really bad blisters. So, this year, um, I'm trying the Ultras, and uh, I, I love how they feel so far. I haven't run in them yet. I've just been um, kind of coaching and walking around with them, but they're super um, comfortable on my feet. So I've been I've tried two new pairs of shoes, uh, a workout shoe and a running shoe, and they both feel great. So enjoy both of those. But um, that's uh, that's all for the recommends. Uh, Derek, thanks for being on, and uh, we will catch you guys next time. Silky smooth sounds.